Do you want to do the welcome? Actually, I don't think I can be bothered. Yes, I'd love to. And do right. I do it as Nick Page or do it do it as Joe Davis? Just, just, just. No, I'm not asking you to get into character. I'm just asking you to do the introduction. That's all. Well, a happy new year to you all. It's only episode 33 of the Mid-Faith Crisis podcast. My name is Joe Davis and I'm joined as ever by my good friend, Mr. Nick Page. Say hello, Nick. Hello. There you are. I did it. I did it well. You did do it very well. It was a bit over lively. (laughs) Sorry. I'll try and do it in the Nick Page. Hello, I'm Nick Page. I suppose (laughs) we'd better get on with it. (laughs) Oh, I'm an ill man. Okay. What's wrong with you? Um, what's I'm oh, I'm not well. What's up? What's wrong now? Well, I've got what my wife would probably call a cold. Yes. But what is clearly a near terminal disease. <laughs> yeah, obviously. From my perspective, as yeah. a man. Yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah. There's a cough. Yeah. Well, you you should you should probably be in A and E. I should. I should be in some kind of quarantine, and uh, I don't. Well, I should definitely be in bed with a hot toddy. Yes, you should. Well, speaking of A and E, my yeah. Rachel had the great news today that her boot is has been cast asunder. Oh, marvellous! So she can stop um, ruining your life again. Exactly. Yes. So that's good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> we yeah, celebrate. But everyone else, but she has got a really heavy cold, as has my son, as has my daughter. And oh. I've, I've strangely enough, have recovered from one. Oh, good. I'm so happy for you. <laughs> yeah. I feel great. Anyway, how was your Christmas? Uh, well, apart from having a man cold, it was, uh, it was great. You know, it's good. I like it. It's much easier to enjoy now I don't work for the church because I'm not working flat out over Christmas. So that's, yeah. that was quite good. But and did, no, um, it was great. Did Santa bring you any good presents? Uh, Santa bought me lots of lovely presents. I got some rather nice uh, malt whiskey and I got some, you know, the stereotypical present of a nice pair of slippers and there were books and there were all kinds of very good things. So Very good. Yeah, it was marvellous. How about you? Yeah, I got a, I got a, an enormous book from my wife, which I'd asked for, called House of Government and it's a history of um, sort of a, a big uh, building, actually, in the Soviet Union. Uh uh, but it's 900 pages that is long. so random. And well, you're no, looking forward to reading it. I am. I'm, I'm reading it. But it's 900 and something pages oh. long. And it takes it, so it, and it takes 300 pages before this building even gets started to be built. Oh. So it's it's a bit of a, it's, you know, it, it's about the same length of time it's going to take me as the oh Soviet Union gosh. was in existence. <laughs> anyway, but I'm looking forward to reading it. It's and did you watch any good TV? I think I did really. I don't watch too much TV now, as you know. I uh, I tend to go and pray a lot. Obviously. Uh, Well, I I love this time (laughs) of year on on yeah. You're so noble. I I love this time of TV because uh, we uh, this time of TV. Listen to me. This time of year on TV because um, we sort of fill the box up and then spend the rest of the year watching it. We still had one program that we hadn't watched from last Christmas on the box, but yeah. I'm like that actually funny but I had to um, before I opened any of my Christmas presents I had to finish the books that Claire gave me last year <laughs> is that still, right I didn't finish reading all the books she gave me last year so anyway there we go uh, but New Year as well Happy New Year well Happy New Year to you too have you made any resolutions uh, 
No, not really. Uh, I don't think so. No, I mean, I, other than I have made resolutions more recently. I don't right. think they're New Year's ones, but they're just to do with, you know, becoming a better human being. Oh, okay. And they're quite tough, but, quite, you know... Quite that, ambitious, I'm, then, that one. Yeah, I... I <laughs> Although it's not difficult from the level I'm starting at. No, it's <laughs> easier for me than most people, probably yeah, in that yeah. respect. But yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yes, nothing I wish to share with the public. How about you? Um, well, yeah, no, I don't really do them, but I think I, you know, I want to read more. And I think one of my resolutions is to spend less time in taking social media and you mm. know, news websites and all that kind of stuff, because it just feeds the fear. So... Yes, that is true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But talking of which, oh, we have we have set up a Facebook page. You yeah. have. We have. I know. Well, I... It took me ages, but <laughs> hey, one of us set up a Facebook page for the uh, Mid Faith Crisis so that we can put announcements on there. So if you go to that page and you like it, you'll get all the messages from us and you know uh, announcements of whatever's going on and intermin- Joe's interminable photos of sunsets or sunrise already done it Worthing Beach. Ah. I I should be employed by the Worthing Tourist Board. You should actually. You're very, you're very I um, love a big Worthing. fan of that beach. Aren't I you? am. I love it here. It's great. In fact, I've just I I have put up as you've probably seen a picture of sunrise and sunset on the nineteenth mm. of December. It was a marvelous day. But also, people can interact, can't they? And and they can also suggest topics that they'd like us to talk about. Which would be well, a they good could, thing. yes. I, I mean, mean, obviously, I'm... I'm not going to go anywhere near the page because I don't want to <laughs> no, hear from obviously. people, but it's there if you it want it. It would just you know. be smothered in abuse, I would imagine. But... I imagine so, yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but that would be... I mean, I, I have no idea how long we're going to keep this podcast going. I rather hope that we will just run it and run it way, way, way past its shelf life. We'll ask people to be more committed and we really, really keep going mm, till mm. absolutely... No one wants to hear it, and yet we're still going to do it out of sheer faithfulness to the Lord. Yes, and then we will have a a schism between us, (laughs) an argument over some obscure piece of theology, but we'll carry on doing it, we just won't speak to each other. Exactly, yeah. We'll have to get a third person in and speak via them. <laughs> exactly. So uh, I think we've got a good precedent for <laughs> which to yeah. do that. Or we could just stop when people get bored. So how do, how, how do people find the uh, Facebook page out of interest? Uh, just look for Mid Faith Crisis on Facebook. I think it's... Uh, Is that how it works? Well, I'll put yeah. a link from the website and all that kind of okay. stuff. I don't, I don't know, do I? I don't know. Well, I don't know. You set it up. <sighs> um, so that's good. Anyway, actually, and to, the other thing we've got to talk about is the week. Yes, uh, yes. So, so how's that going? Well, I rang them yesterday and they yeah. said ticket sales are going well. It is going to sell out. There's two speaking people at the same time. I mean, I don't mean you and me. I mean, like there's the week for the bewildered or mid-faith crisis or whatever we've called mm. that week. And then there's another teaching program. And then now here's the thing that I discovered yesterday. The person who has the most people, they get the better rooms. Ah. Yeah, so you get what, the octag. No, 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 to ah, speak okay. in. Like, we want to be in the octag, don't we? Yes, we do, really, because really, it's got a great really view. Really oh, it's fantastic, that room. It is octagonal, as the name suggests, yes. and mm. it's a tremendous room. So, And you'll inevitably be bored by us, so you might as well have a nice view. <laughs> exactly. In fact, as we've said many times before, you don't even have to come and listen to us. It's just no, a brilliant place to go. So, 
so yes, um, get booking because it is that time of year. It will fill up quite quickly, actually, um, just because it's June and it's beautiful there. And people, you know, people book to go there, not necessarily to listen to anyone, just, just to go for a retreat mm. themselves or a holiday. Um, so book to come on it. Meet us for as long as you can bear it, mm. and then uh, and then go outside and enjoy just the wonderful North Devon coast. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be great. Yeah, okay, so we'll keep um, giving you links to that until. until right, we're going to keep this pithy because you don't oh, feel well. Yes, I'm not well. No feedback. Okay. Give me feedback, man. Okay, uh, first of all, a, a really nice um, email from Dave. Dave says thanks. Thank you so much for doing what you do. Having gone through a fall from faith uh, slash deconstruction, whatever it is, I've been so grateful to have people like you to listen to. It's very lonely when you stop being a fundamentalist, conservative, evangelical. People reject, dismiss, fear and pity you. And so without a community around me, it's been nice to eavesdrop your conversations and feel almost part of something again. Um, so thank you for that. And I know those pitying looks myself and I relate to what he's saying. But he also said he, his wife has written an excellent book called Skin. and um, It's not called Skin. Oh, it's not called Skin. It's called? It's called Ink. Ink. I'm what am I talking about? Yes, Have you not got a copy of the book there? No, I, do you know, I've got it downstairs because Rachel started reading it, I think. It's called Ink and it's reviewed yes. in The Guardian and um, it looks absolutely excellent. So yes, uh, really interesting. It'd be interesting to uh, to maybe uh, talk to her at some point. That'd be interesting. Well, that would be good. If yeah, she... I'm not at all threatened by that, actually, because she operates in an entirely different area. Well, that's so, a relief. You know, good. Isn't that good? I don't feel threatened by her as an author at all. <laughs> good. Well, well that's great. <laughs> Although, you know, interview with the Guardian, I'm not sure she would stoop to this low level of promotion. Oh, come on. Do you think? Yeah, well. Would you? The oh, Guardian. Well. We've got to yes. be better than the Guardian. Have <laughs> we? Okay, no, well, let's see. Probably not. Okay, probably uh, right. right. Okay, we had a, a great one from me, a long email, which I'm not going to read out, but he did make some many points. I mean, he said, having just listened to episode 21, where you stated that there had been little feedback from episode 20, Jesus part one, I felt I like. I think 31. Yes. So, well, he you're said. On, you're really on form today, aren't I you? I said that. Okay, right. Okay, he says, having just listened to episode 31, oh. where you stated that there had been little feedback from episode 30. Jesus part one. He says, I felt like kicking myself. That episode had got my turkey juices running, which is great. <laughs> and I'd begun to write an email, but gave up because I thought it was turning out to be too long. If only I'd persevered, might have had a whole rep- episode to myself. But basically he was saying that um, he didn't like that episode for the same reason we didn't. He said it, it was... Um, he didn't enjoy it because it was. Just, it ended up being a discussion about the nature of God, cosmic Christ, ground of being, Jesus or Christ, blah, 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 blah. Falls completely into the trap about extending our knowledge of Jesus slash God slash spirit, but doing little to making us into being like him. <clears throat> Which is exactly the points uh, that we were making, I think, in the following episode. Well, that actually yes. you can talk and you can theologise and you mm. can go on and on about this and that and what's right and what's wrong. But actually... The critical issue is, are you becoming a more loving person? Do you love God? Do you love neighbour? Do you love yourself? Yeah, but I think sometimes you have to go through those other things as well. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, without wanting to go on about that episode, because I'm fed up talking about that episode, really. Um, I think, but I think for me, it was really helpful. So, you know, I ended up going away and really thinking about stuff and working it out. So, you know, yeah. um, 
sometimes you those are processes you have to go through but i think broadly speaking yeah. i did, his points were very good and yeah uh, we, uh, they were really very helpful much, yeah uh, Ian, and he also went on to make some great points about the cross not just being about the forgiveness of sins and some great stuff on why we avoid the teaching of jesus about non-violence all of which we may store up and talk yeah, about yeah i think we will another yeah. times and similarly denise who um wrote a, a lovely email in and she started suggesting some films but i'm not going to mention those yet denise because we'll come on to that episode one fine day but mm. she starts her email by saying driving driving home from work uh on t- uh, 12 27 i assume that's the 27th of december i listened to happy christide it'd been a brutal 2017 deep emotional highs and lows the holiday no different with the added benefit of five hours in the car on saturday and again on tuesday followed by back at work on wednesday I heard Joe mention caring for ourselves in the holiday. Light a candle, he suggested. Nick mentioned gratitude. I could still do that. The moment wasn't go. So the next morning for devotional, candle lit, I began thinking about 2017 in January. What was there to be grateful for? Plenty. The five minutes was gone in a moment. Then five minutes of just listening for God. I felt lighter, like I could breathe a bit deeper. So that is a really nice oh, lovely. email. But I, I, I thought you said a couple of really great things actually in the last episode. The, the first point was where you know you could could be perceived as being grumpy uh, about the joy of Christmas, <laughs> and you're really encouraging us to be a lot less joyful, or actually just take the pressure off having to be joyful. Which well, I, th- I think was that the bit where I said there's too much joy at Christmas. Yes, I think oh, it was. Yeah, I think it was just talking about the amount. You know, yes, the over, no, no, the, yeah. Yeah, I think those of us who know and love you, Nick, knew you weren't being grumpy. But for those who are less discerning, <laughs> they could have thought you were just being grumpy. Yeah. Speaking of which, have you had your miserable old git syndrome diagnosed yet? Or is it... <laughs> it's clinical. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's not my fault. But then it's so. So that was the first thing. But mm. the other thing you you were encouraging us to do was just to, as um, Denise was picking up, you know, to to be grateful, and that is something we actually really tried to do. Um, as a family as well um and it was really helpful it was really helpful because i think like you said about the social media there's so much fear so much mm, negativity mm. and it's so easy to just get s- swamped by i think a mood of negativity and depression and um grumpiness what call, call, you know it manifests yeah. in different ways yeah. doesn't it yes but actually gratitude is the kind of cure for that really i, I think, think it is and um i you know i I don't know. I'm, I, the thing is, I'm a bit sort of wary about with all this is, is that I'm not very good at practicing what I preach. You know, I'm like you say, mm. uh, prone a bit to grumpiness or whatever. And and I think the thing is that before Christmas, certainly uh, in my own work, I, I, I was get absolutely fed up of everybody commenting on my work. You know, for 20 oh, yeah. odd years, however long I've been writing, more than that, yeah. you know. Everybody gets to comment on it, and and you yeah. work for clients, and they send it back. And you know, Microsoft Word and its its review system. And its oh comments yeah, and, the and dreaded they, red marks. Oh <laughs> mate, you just get stuff back, and it's absolutely festooned in it. And you think, oh, no. and and you know, I you're supposed to that. say thank you for your feedback. I've never, <laughs> <laughs> I've never been thankful for anybody's feedback. Why would I be thankful for it? And but you know. Uh, I, I, so I think for me, I've always got that challenge. I've got to build the thankfulness in because because and I've got to yeah. exercise it as a deliberate thing. Otherwise, you know, I won't feel like it naturally, really. Yeah. Um, 
And, uh, you know, and of course it is better. Your work is generally better for people's, mm. uh, you know, f- feedback and especially, you know, people you trust. So I think yeah. it, I thought it might be interesting just to look just for a little minute at the, at the beginning of this year and the end of last year and just to think about, well, are there practical ways that we can be thankful? What do yeah. you do? What, yeah. uh, what, how can we build that in? Mm. Um, I mean, one of the things we always, we've always done as a family is say grace. And, uh, uh, you know, and, and, and I find that that's a great thing for, because actually all it does is very simple. Mm. You know, you, you, you say th- thank you for whatever food you've got and for whatever's going on in your day. Um, and it's just like it, it's that moment where yeah. you're going you're gonna to eat, you're going to do it every day. So you, yeah, it's, a, it's a good reminder, good. really. You're very good. Do you, you're too, do, have you always done that, even when the kids yeah. are little? Yeah, oh, yeah. See, right I did it when the kids... Young. I mean, I am very grateful for food. Some might say too grateful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're taking gratitude you know, I love food. Far, and we Jay. sort of... I, I sort of... I fudge Grace a little bit because it got to that stage when my kids... that You know, we always had tons of people around the table. For a while, I thought it's a really big witness. So, you know, we must, we must show that we're Christians by saying grace and embarrassing people and... And then I think you know I, I thought no this isn't this is making people feel awkward so right you know we kind of stopped doing it formally just on occasions which I still do on occasions I think also I kick back from minister because when you're a minister of a church and you get invited out for a meal at the assumption is you are yes, you are yes. the expert grace sayer so yes. we will ask Joe to say grace today like this is a big treat for us all Joe's here and he is the world's best grace sayer so he's got. And I would just, you know, <laughs> deliberately say it in an outrageous French accent. <laughs> dropping well, an e- dropping an expletive or something just to, <laughs> to shock me. <laughs> it's not clever. It's not big and it's not clever. Don't do this uh, at yeah, home, yeah. folks. But. It's quite funny. I think <laughs> But I am yes, grateful I don't, genuinely. I think, uh, so it's that's what a you good feel point. Natural, isn't it? it's no, what that's you feel good. natural doing. I, I I've always felt that that's a natural thing to do and you know, it's something that we can bring together. And even when, when we have, um, you know, non-Christians or um, infidels, as I like to call them, in, in the house, <laughs> you know, we I, I like to then do an especially extended one, 15 minutes of liturgy, including um, some Byzantine chanting. I think yeah. No, you know, we've always done it. And <laughs> that's, I, I that's good. Um, that's good. I mean, I think one of the practices we do is we, we go through our photos at the end of the year and then we print them out. We actually print out digital photos. And it, you know, it forms a board that goes up on one of the doors in the house. And that's like a gratitude poster, that, in that's effect. That's a great idea, I think. Yeah. That's lovely. Funnily enough, mm. actually, <laughs> um, my wife and uh, daughter's been going through old photos, trying to sort of put a, put uh, family photos together, and they came across this photo. It's funny you should say that, because mm. I was going to show you this. This is a photo of you and me when we were working together oh, no. before the early 90s. I fear this you know, so we used much. to do... And but it's a really weird one because your face it's black and white and your face you, you look like you're possessed it's it's gone really well, uh, it's gone really strange look at that what that's <laughs> that half my face has melted I know that's, that's really that's, I'm not going to sleep tonight <laughs> not my anyway I'll put that on the Facebook that? page I don't know oh thanks no thanks yeah. I really appreciate that because you well, do you... put only good photos up of us on our Facebook page. Well, there are only good photos of I us. Know. We are, we are go- <laughs> gorgeous and photogenic, so. aren't we? <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're saying them up. Feel free, listeners, to comment on the photos. On the, I mean, um, as the I'm thing, sure you will. <laughs> so the other thing that, that I was thinking about this today, because uh, my uh, uh, boss during the devotions at work, um, 
read something from Pete Gregg, which I thought was really good yeah. as well. And, um, so Pete Gregg is does a lot of stuff, and he he, he runs uh, he does twenty four seven prayer. And, well, uh, well, he must be he, exhausted. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit, yeah, he must be five minutes and, and hungry. I thought yeah, I anyway. Thought. Um, and he wrote this. He said, um, uh, "These are days for a certain stillness as the year draws to a close." Um, and he has a simple sort of annual model of remembrance. Mm. And he basically what he does is he reviews his journal, um, uh, yeah, and, and even looks at his calendar and his diary. And and to, to, to it, he said, "I find this exercise brings clarity and joy. It's like that moment when climbing a mountain, you pause and turn as much to catch your breath as to catch a view of the valley. And a review of the year is literally that—a review, a new view yeah, of the places yeah. I've been and the things I've seen." Yeah. And now I don't know if you journal or anything. I mean, I have done it um, well, occasionally. Well. Yeah, when I'm. Desperate. But I, I do find that is a good way of of sure. being thankful. Actually, of writing down the things that. But I do that, think it's uh, really important to close down the old year. I mean, we do. You know, I think in some cultures, you know, we have New Year's Eve, and it's a big thing. Let's look forward to the new year. Let's make resolutions. Yeah. But in other cultures, I'm told, I think in South America, they have Old Year's End. Right. Which I, I feel is slightly healthier in a way. So they do actually close down the year. Now, I don't know what that means in those contexts. And perhaps a, a, a more knowledgeable listener can write in and tell me. But but for us, we do this thing on the beach where we uh, just just a really simple thing. It's not too religious or over jargony, but we have a ring of stones and that's called a prayer ring. And we, you know, you can put your stone in the middle of it for, to represent a prayer for a situation. And we... We review the last year. I mean, it's all done in sort of silence. So it's not right. a kind of, there's no group singing or chanting or sacrificing in any way. Unusual for you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I mean, we're naked and it's cold. But it's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> we, <laughs> under Good. our clothes. Anyway, so, um, but no, I, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. It's just so powerfully helpful to take some time out at the end of the old year. Hmm. And uh, and put together new. Have you just had a text? No. <laughs> it's me that normally gets criticised for that nonsense. I'm just pointing it out, listeners. No, I can't edit no, that out fine. now because you've referred to it. No, it's fine. Anyway, funny. yeah, no. So what happens? Tell me again. This the stones and you put. There's things to represent press, but before that, we kind of have this sheet. It's really about you know reviewing. What are we thankful for in the previous year? But what do we need to let go of? What mm. you know? What what's mm. the baggage we're carrying mm. that actually yeah. we need to lay down at the end? And so we you know often we 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 sort of throw a stone out in, either in the sea or in the direction of the sea, right? To represent a kind of letting go of that. And then there's this sort of symbolic walking back across the foreshore onto the beach, and there's a big twenty eighteen, and that symbolises lovely entering into the new year. I mean, it may sound all a bit ridiculous, but there is such power in ritual, isn't there? And so. Oh, it's I think I think so. And metaphor, you know. I think yeah, the, yeah. Now, it, it, what's interesting about that is the the Pete um, the Pete Greg piece talks about examine. Uh, yeah. It talks about how um, he he does a sort of end of year examine. I don't like that word, as mm. you know, because I think it's it's just a bit of jargon. But it, it means mm. rebalancing. You know, that's right. a, the, the examine comes from balance. Yeah. And I think that's in a sense what you're what you're. Yeah. doing there you're trying to you know it, it's a good thing at the end of the year or whenever i suppose but but these these significant moments to rebalance mm. our lives and that means yeah um, letting go of some stuff that is overburdening us that is weighing yeah. us down on on some parts and um and picking up other things so you know i think that's really helpful i think for me perhaps i kind of think about when we talked right at the beginning about new year's resolutions that maybe it's not about sort of taking up new stuff but just putting stuff back into the balance 
yeah. stuff you used to do. Absolutely. You know, and, yeah. and that will nourish you and getting rid of stuff that, that is actually draining you and isn't isn't yeah. helpful. For sure. Um, that's really good. Good. Thank you. Well. <clears throat> well, I want to go to bed now and die. <laughs> sure. Uh, if I may. Okay. <laughs> um and so we want I you think... to, or at least to go to bed. <laughs> yes, yes. So I, I'm going to uh, take my lem sip and okay, and go. Uh, but anyway, thank you. I think are you going to end? You're going to end with a blessing, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, we'll, we'll end with a blessing if that's all right. Well, I, I think what we'll do is we'll say goodbye, and then you can bless us. Okay. Um, you might want to say grace as well as your vicar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot. <laughs> no, I'd, li- I'd I'd like to do that, and uh, again, just encourage everyone. If you want to do something that's just kind of good for your soul, genuinely take some time out to, mm. to, to, to think of things that are good and going well and that are blessings for you, rather than allowing your mind to be constantly preoccupied with worries yeah. and stress and all the rest of it. But so uh, thank you very much for uh, being with us. We'll be back in uh, a couple of weeks' time and uh, have, a, have, a, have a fantastic new year. Yeah, uh, indeed. Over to you. Okay, this is called At the End of the Year. The particular mind of the ocean, filling the coastline's longing with such brief harvest of elegant, vanishing waves, is like the mind of time, opening the shapes of days. As the year draws to its end, we give thanks for the gifts it brought, and how they became inlaid within, where neither time nor tide can touch them. The days when the veil lifted and the soul could see delight, when a quiver caressed the heart in the sheer exuberance of being here. Surprises that came awake in forgotten corners of old fields where expectations seemed to have quenched, the slow brooding times when all was awkward and the wave in the mind pierced every sore with salt, the darkened days that stopped the confidence of the dawn, days when beloved faces shone brighter with light from beyond themselves and from the granite of some secret sorrow a stream of buried tears loosened. We bless this year for all we learned, for all we loved and lost, and for the quiet way it brought us nearer to our invisible destination. <laughs>